A little history. Between about 1300 and 1850, the world experienced what is now called a little ice age. It's exactly what it sounds like. Throughout the world, there was simply no escape from the cold in places where winter occurs. Especially jarring was that this little ice age occurred some 500 years after what was essentially perfect farming weather. Looking from 36,000 feet, it's interesting to see the contrasts between these two periods. Culturally, someone had to be blamed. After all, if everything is moving along swimmingly, and then out of the blue everything freezes over, there is somebody to blame. This is even more true when a country is religious. If God has blessed you for half a millennium and then it freezes, the opposite of God's blessing has to be God's curses. And if God is cursing, well, there has to be a reason. So what were the reasons for God's curses? Well, of course, the Jews, but also witches. And in Ireland, the Reformation was blamed. It's only astounding to a scientific world in which we live that people don't understand that stuff happens over which they have no control, no power, and no appeal. Nature will progress with or without our prejudices and politics. And our virus is exactly the same. The coronavirus cares nothing about anything. In a very real sense, it is not even alive. It just is, and its sole job is to reproduce. That's it. It doesn't care how impatient we are. It doesn't care how bored we are. It doesn't care about our restaurants or our hardware stores or our salons or anything else for that matter. But people do care. And people are emotionally driven animals. And when an animal is angry, it bites back. And this is where the Little Ice Age comes in. Why are so many people clamoring for everything to reopen when it is a death sentence for untold numbers of others? From what I have heard, these people carrying their Confederate and Nazi flags, Nazi flags, really, are blaming the media for the hype, the Jews for the virus, the politicians for being bought off, and now, lately, are doubting the truth and accuracy of the number of dead. To quote Ripley from the movie Aliens, did IQs just drop while I was away? No, IQs didn't drop. Emotions rose, and when emotions erupt, usually it's okay and harmless. But when they endanger each of us, it's not. How dare Dr. Oz, a TV doctor who plays one on TV, feed into these emotions? In what will be the death knell of his public career? Maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part. He said that opening schools represents a very appetizing opportunity. From there, Oz referred to something he recently read in the somewhat controversial medical journal, The Lancet. And he said that for some, sacrificing 2 to 3% of people attending schools is a fair trade-off, so long as schools are functioning as they did during the pre-corona days. He tried to backwalk it, of course, but he failed. We all heard exactly what he said. So step back and look at this. A doctor, 
a doctor is suggesting that 2 to 3% of your children can die so that the other 97% can shop at Home Depot. If you just want a perspective in real numbers, that's 1,698,000 children under the age of 18 that Dr. Oz and his rah-rah chorus suggest is an appetizing opportunity. By the way, that's 600,000 more children than died in the Holocaust. Thanks, Dr. Oz. But if you look at it, he's not such an oddity. He is but one example among many who are willing to let us either die or kill others so that we could buy enough toilet paper. In time, this pandemic will play out, and as it peters out, we will have learned a whole lot about each other and what and who is willing to sacrifice. Sometimes they are sacrificing themselves. Those are the nurses, the doctors, the clerks in your local 7-Eleven. And sometimes they have no problem sacrificing others. Dr. Oz and his ilk. Indeed, a sacrifice is not always a holy thing. Sometimes a sacrifice is a strange fire. And such a strange fire consumes those who brought it. See the story of Nadav and Abihu in the Torah. Each of us can choose to be holy. It truly depends on our sacrifices. Is our sacrifice for the literal life and death of our neighbor and ourselves, or is it the metaphorical throwing the innocent into the volcano to appease the angry gods? One is praiseworthy, one is not. In this pandemic, the choice is no longer simply academic. It is as real as it gets. Just ask Nadav and Abihu.